Welcome to the Community Theater Studio Podcast. This podcast exposes the past, futures, dreams, and experiences of people in the community theater. I am your host, Gary Kochi. So let me introduce you to Greg Northam. Hi, Gary. Nice to be here. Uh, I have a number of questions to learn about you and community theater, so let's see how many we can get through, okay? Okay. So what originally got you into community theater? Actually, sort of a backdoor entry. I had been living in Philadelphia. I'd moved up from the eastern shore of Virginia, and I'd been living in Philadelphia for a couple of years. And I was actually, a friend of mine was doing theater reviews for one of the weekly newspapers over there, Freebie newspapers. And he was so restricted as far as all these reviews he was doing, he couldn't handle them all. And he said, hey, would you like to go review some shows? You know, you get free tickets, you get to write a show, write a review. And I did that, and I was seeing something at the Walnut Street Theater, and I picked up a brochure on acting classes. Oh, okay. And I've always loved theater, but I've never had thought that I'd wanted to be involved in theater in that respect. And it was a summer class, and it was a beginner's class, and I took the class with a wonderful lady named Drusy McDaniel, who's done a lot of theater in Philadelphia. She's done a lot of uh, character work on television, commercials, movies. Wow. Uh, and, she's, okay. and she still teaches at the Walnut Street Theater, in fact. And I took the beginner's class, uh, enjoyed it, and then I signed up for a second class with her. And after that, I decided, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. I really love doing it. So I went out on an audition, and I got the part on my first audition. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's good. it was a miracle, but I did it. And <laughs> wasn't the miracle worker, huh? No, no it wasn't the miracle worker. <laughs> and that's how I got involved with it. How long have you been in community theater? Uh, it, I think it would be like 1988, 89. So it's been a while. So almost 30 years. 88, 89. Yeah. So it's been a yeah. while. Okay. So what all have you done within community theater? You've acted. Primarily acting. Uh, a lot of people don't know, especially my friends over here in South Jersey, I did direct a couple shows over in Philadelphia. Wow, okay. Um, I've also helped produce shows, and I did the light board on one show. I didn't design the lighting, <laughs> but I ran the light, light board, so I know what that can be like. Um, that's been pretty much it. I, my primary love is the acting. The onstage stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what might be your most memorable moment within the community theater? That, there, there's a lot. I'm sure. Uh, I think <laughs> one of the most memorable, and this goes back a few years, actually it's been longer now, but uh, I moved back down to the Eastern Shore of Virginia for a couple of years, and this was around 2000. And at that point, I have a friend down there who had established a, a theater down there. For the first time, there was theater down there, and she's celebrating her 30th season. In any case, she was invited to participate in a theater festival in uh, Austria. Wow, okay. And we took a show to Austria. And that, and it, it was just an incredible experience. Uh, we were there for a week. Um, and the thing about it that I remember the most, it was 10 months after 9-11. Uh, so getting there was interesting because we mm-hmm. the show we were doing was Scapine. Uh, an update on the Moliere classic of Scopine. So we had swords. Oh, okay. We had all sorts of things to get through customs, <laughs> but we got through there. But I just remember getting there, and the first day we were there, the shuttle bus picked us up from the hotel and took us to the theater, which it was right. like a community theater over there in Austria, to meet the other groups and have a luncheon, and then everybody was going to be dispersed into doing rehearsals and anything. And we pulled up, and it was a beautiful sunny gorgeous day in austria and when we got out of the shuttle bus they had flags surrounding the theater of all the countries that were there and oh. i think there were about a dozen of us a dozen countries and wow. just especially after 9 11 that still that soon after that just the camaraderie and how everyone came together 
And even though the language barriers with some of the groups, we didn't understand mm-hmm. understand the performances, we watched them, and there was a lot of uh, friendships that were, were created. But just seeing those flags flying, knowing that the world could still exist in peace and something in, with cultural overtones with what we were doing, it was just, it was just something... I'll never forget. Definitely memorable. I can definitely yeah, see it, that. it really was. So have there any been any worst experiences within <laughs> community theater? Um, a couple. There was one where I worked at a show where the director was very, very green. Oh. And, you know, I mean, every, everybody asked. We were trying to help him through it. And <laughs> it was just very frustrating. And it, and it made it very difficult uh, to not step on his toes, but he was making choices that we no one understood. So it was a it was a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a trial and error experience for him, and we tried to get him through it. But it was a very excruciating experience. A couple minor others, but really no bad ones. More more happy, memorable ones. So how'd that production come out then? Um, it did fairly well. It did fairly well. And uh, several years later, I ran into him in Philadelphia, and he thanked me for what. I contributed as far as, you know, saying, hey, you might want to consider doing it this way rather than that way. And, you know, he he realized that he undertook a project that he was probably not ready for at the time. Mm -hmm. But he appreciated what the cast did to support him and get him through it. And so I think, you know, it was a learning experience for him and he appreciated that. So he had a good cast then. He had a good solid cast that, you know, understood where he was coming from and, and was able to, which I think is one of the things about community theater any type of theater, people will support each other, even when right. there are not so good times. Yeah, I definitely have seen that. Um, how did you learn all that you do in community theater? You said you took the courses. I took a couple classes, and then a, you know a lot of observation. Uh, you know, sitting in on rehearsals, if if like of shows that friends of mine were directing at the time, and I wasn't in, just watching the process, watching people's performances. I mean, I, I tried to convey in my performances. A very believable character. I, I'm just, and right now I'm doing of mice and men, and I had someone come see that last weekend and say to me, "I totally forgot that that was you up there. You totally became that person," which to me I think is one of the greatest compliments we as actors can can receive mm-hmm. when they totally forget that you you're Greg Northam, but you're Candy, this old handicapped, lonely old man living on a ranch with no life. So how is that show going, by the way? It's going very well. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great show. Uh, we have two more performances this Friday and Saturday. So far, audiences have loved it. It's not a, not, not a uh, fun, light piece. It's a heavy, <laughs> heavy-duty drama. Steinbeck, John Steinbeck classic. And even though it was from the 1930s, all of the issues that were, are in the script are very prevalent today uh, between racism, sexuality, people wanting the American dream issues like that it's it's still very relevant and audiences have loved it so far oh okay sounds like definitely a fun show to, or enjoyable enjoyable show, to show. and it's at the bridge players theater company in burlington i should get a shameless plug in there okay <laughs> so what would be your dream part or show if you have any there are a couple uh one i love tennessee williams so i really 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 would love to do big daddy oh okay and, so, and uh cat on a hot tin roof that's a part I've, I've always wanted to do, even when I was too young to play it. And now that I'm getting old, I would love, love to play that part. So I hope somebody does that sometime down the road. A couple parts that have escaped me a couple times, and I would love to do uh, Joe Keller in All My Sons, okay. which is another heavy-duty drama, but I love that role. And I'm probably getting a little too old for it, but I always wanted to do Harry Rote and Wait Until Dark, because he's such a ruthless, oh, cold-blooded killer. 
Oh, yes. Um, the, 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 that's why I have done that. Actually, there was an older gentleman that did it when I did that. So It's a great part. I definitely remember doing that. I had a small part in that show, but I did have that show. And it's a great show. It's, mm-hmm. a, great, it's a great show. Yeah. What part or show might you never want to do? There really is nothing. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing I would like to not do again, and I did this once, um, I did a show sort of as a favor to the director it was a very small part, and it's not so much that it was a small part. I don't mind doing small parts. It just had no meat to it. There was nothing there. He pretty much was just a sounding board. It, he, I think he had all of 10 lines. I actually learned the 10 lines driving up to 95 <laughs> to the first rehearsal. It was, it was just a very uh, simple experience. It just was something I would rather not do again. Again, I could be on, I could be on stage for all of... 15 minutes but as long as he has something some some meat there something to reason do. for being there. reason to be in there yeah instead of just a filler that's we exactly have body we'll exactly okay are there any other jobs other than say acting and you said you did direct and all that that you'd like to try i've never stage managed and i think i would like to try i i'm, I'm very well organized i believe especially for my day job and I think that would be an interesting um, thing to do. And something else I did quite a bit in Philadelphia with some of the theater groups I worked with over there was publicity. Oh, okay. And I, I have an itch to get back into that because I, 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 you know, I love to promote shows, whether I'm in it or if it's another theater company and friends that are doing it, I'd love to put it out there so as many people try and come to see the show as possible. So publicity would be somewhere I would really like to get involved with. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of theaters which could use that kind of support. Well, I, I think, yeah, yeah I, I think community theater in general needs to be out there promoted as much as possible in all aspects and such as this podcast. I think these are great. And between newspapers and Facebook and all other sorts of ideas like, you know, places like that, I think it can be promoted even more so all the time. Well, I do have to admit, and I'd like to thank you, because I noticed that you've been following the podcast a lot and for helping me out and trying to get the word out about this show. How do you think this podcast is going, by the way, then? I think it's great. And, and I, I'm going to encourage everyone to like the page and, and get involved with it, because I think community theater performers a chance to know more about their friends. But as I was telling to you before we started tonight, I also am learning about people that I've admired their work, but I don't know them personally. And then there are people that I don't know anything about, you know, for whatever reason. And I enjoyed those podcasts as well because it gave an insight onto what they've done and where they've performed and things like that. So I think it's a great, great thing to do. And it's a great networking system, I think, for community theater as well. Well, I do hope it helps a lot of community theaters, not just, shall we say, in South Jersey, but everywhere. Oh, I I agree. I, I really hope this just blossoms and gets bigger and bigger and bigger for you. Well, thank you. Uh, so why do you like to work in community theater? I love community theater for, for a lot of reasons. Um, accessibility right now for me because of my job, South Jersey Community Theater is where my heart is, and I've met some great people uh, through there. I think also the camaraderie that builds within community theater. Oh, yeah. People, you know, you, they, they become almost like families, second families to you. So that's another reason. There's a lot of diversity uh, and I'm, I'm seeing that more and more. Uh, I've noticed some of the things that are happening here at the Playbox and as well as at other theater companies. They're doing standard pieces, but yet they seem to be broadening the horizons more to do things a little more 
Outside Neil Simon? Outside, yeah. And I love Neil Simon. I did a Neil yes. Simon. I finally did my first Neil Simon this year. But outside the Neil Simons and, and playwrights like that, and, I, and it's, that's another reason why I think the community theater, especially right now, is, is just blossoming more and more. Well, that's good. So what is one part of community theater that the general public might not know about? I, I and, and other people have said this, and I totally agree. It's it's the amount of work that goes into it. Um, a lot of times, people will say to me, like at my day job, and they'll say, "Oh, you're having a lot of fun," which I am having a lot of fun. But I don't think they realize the time and effort that goes into it, the hours of rehearsal for the actors, uh, the act, the time and heavy duty labor, lighting design, the director sitting down, helping to design his set and or her set. Um, there's, you know, the costuming that can be, you know, incredibly mm-hmm. amounts of uh, large amounts of time. I, I don't think people realize just how much work goes into presenting this production that they're seeing. And I think a lot of times people will, you know, just take that for granted. They just think, okay, the lights go up. Let's do the, <laughs> We're seeing a show. And I don't think they realize just how much behind the scenes goes in, and it goes into it as well as the performance. So what other maybe little tidbits about Greg Northam and community theater might we want to learn about? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a kind of a tough one. Uh, I just, I've, I've been very blessed with some wonderful roles. I, I, I've done some really, this year alone, I've, I've had four wonderful roles that I've loved. I mean, I did Diary of Anne Frank mm-hmm. and Lend Me a Tenor at Village Playbox. Two great, great roles. One, I got to abuse you. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, Shake the heck out of me. Thank and, you. And, <laughs> and Diary of Anne Frank was one of the most incredible experiences in every aspect of the, uh, of the, of the realm as far as theater, as far as performance, direction, set, everything. It was just incredible. Of Mice and Men right now, I have to say, has been a, an, an amazing experience. So I, I feel very blessed right now to, to have done four shows in a year, four great, great men. And I, I'm just very thrilled that I had this opportunity. Well, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to see you in, uh, of Mice and Men, but I have seen some pictures and other things like that. And I, the costume that I've seen you in is, like, incredible. Just, you look <laughs> the part. Look, with, with my one hand, yes. Everybody keeps look, saying, oh, how does it look like you only have one hand? Because... Candy lost his hand mm-hmm. on the ranch, and we have a, a ace bandage that we sort of wrap, and the way I fold my fingers and thumb in, it looks like a real nub. Stub. Stub, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Okay. So what would you say to anyone interested in joining community theater? Oh, go for it. Go mm-hmm. for it, absolutely. And I've seen people, I just always remember a few years back, a, a gentleman that lived in uh, South Philly, and he, for an audition, he had never, ever done anything but he had always had the dream of doing it and he came out for an audition for a show and the show the character he auditioned for was had i think like three or four lines it was a prison guard and he got it and he worked so hard and he was so thrilled when he did it and you know his family came and they were so proud of him but in and not just as as performers i think anybody that has any kind of interest as far as you know if you like doing construction or working outside you'd be you know you'd be great for set you know set construction or design with painting and people that are very crafty as far as costuming it's such a great opportunity and you can meet some wonderful people it's a great creative outlet so don't hesitate like anything in life don't ever pass it by give it the Mm -hmm. shot because down the road you're going to say, "What if? What if I'd you know maybe taken that shot? Maybe if I'd gone out and auditioned, or I saw this the 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 notice that they need 
set painters or, or things like that, give it, give it a shot. Go for it because you're going to love it. You're going to meet a lot of nice people, and it's going to open up a whole new world for you. Well, well, thank you. So I am your host, Gary Kochi, and I would like to thank Greg Northam for joining me here today. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Community Theater Studio Podcast. This podcast is currently being supported by the Village Playbox Theater of Haddon Heights, New Jersey, which is currently in the run of Once on This Island for two more weekends. The music is titled Energy and is provided by royalty-free music from Ben Sound. If you have any comments, questions, or requests, you can contact us on Facebook as Community Theater Studio, on our website, communitytheaterstudio.podbean.com, or email us at communitytheaterstudio at gmail.com. Please join me next week when we once again talk to people of the community theater.